Oddly enough, I don't have anything to say for the pre-roll. So I guess I'll just uh, put some light banter in there. Um, Light bantering. (laughs) Light banter. Bantering with your lights. Um, Banter light. I don't know that it's good. Banter light. It's the worst kind of beer. (laughs) It's the worst kind of banter. Banter light. Uh, Yeah. So... Well, hello, Guten Tag, Ola, and Mubark Fluff to all the creatures in the Potterverse. I am Barely Normal, one of your deep-throated, or no, deep-voiced co-hosts. Co-hosts. There's going to be some adult content in this particular episode. I want everyone to know right now there's some things I need to talk about later that will have adult themes. So, okay. uh, so I guess I could be one of your deep-throated vo- co-hosts, but I'm deep-voiced. And with me, sitting in for Tabin, once again, is Rain Raccoon. How the fluff are you, Rain? <laughs> I'm doing really good. Wasn't expecting that because I was reading the script as you were reading it, and and that's not what you wrote. That's but, not uh, what I wrote. Hey, no, <laughs> you know, being deep throated is always good. Uh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. Well, even as this episode drops, you, Orville, Tabin, and Tatsu are all up at the Quiet Con in the Northwest. In the beautiful Pacific Northwest, specifically Seattle. So I hope that you guys are having a good time. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. I know. You have to think about the future when you're talking about the past. Yeah. (laughs) I I think I get it figured out. Entertainment is that way. Oh, are you going to go down to the, uh, um, I want to say Riverwalk, but that's in San Antonio. (laughs) Uh, Pike Place Market. I don't know why Riverwalk. Jumped yes, into my I brain think, all of a sudden. Uh, Orville wants to go back to the purple store mm. because, you know, he's purple. So he hopefully it's still store. there. I hope so, too. I mean, they, they look like they were doing good business last time we were there. Stores like that tend to pop up and disappear relatively quickly when yeah, they specialize well, like that. If so. they're still there, we're going yes. because Orville loves their stuff because it's all purple. Ah. Well, and make sure you go there on the way back to the hotel so that he, when he buys more stuff, you're not hauling it around Pike Place yes. Market. Yes, because yeah. it is on the way back to the hotel. So it that makes mm-hmm. it, you know, convenient. Much and, easier. And yeah. uh, much easier, yes. And yeah, we want to go down there. I want to get some more of the tea, that uh, that tea, tea we tea. bought last time. Oh, the mallow tea? Yeah. No, not the mallow tea. The the That uh, cinnamon apple tea that we bought at the tea shop. The cinnamon apple. I don't think I got any of that. You're you're the one that took us there. They're famous for that tea. Anyways. Oh no, they're famous for their their orange their oh, market spice I'm sorry. tea. Yes, market spice. The the orange. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> okay. I don't know All why right, I said cinnamon apple. Sense. It's got very good cinnamony smell to it. That's probably why I thought that. But uh, yeah, we're we're running out just about now, and uh, yep. Orville wants more because he's discovered he really loves that tea. It's very good. It's very mm. good, I have to say. It really so, is. Well, you know, if someone were to make a box of that tea fall in my hands. Uh, that could be arranged. What, you know, it's because I, I drank my last one actually yesterday. Mm. <laughs> we will so, we will see thought, about huh. uh, bringing you a box of that back. Of course, and I thought to myself, some- I could just drive up to Seattle and get it while the con is going on and just crash the con. <laughs> you could. Without you paying. Could. <laughs> So, just you just ghost it yeah but, i don't know if i if you see me there that's where i am if i'm not then I, you didn't if right. i see you there i've seen you there that's true that's true or oh. i will see you there because i don't know it's 
I'm confused with the time thing again. The time thing. It's, it's all wibbly it's very wobbly time, time shift. It's all wibbly wobbly timely wimely. Yes. Have oh speaking of that, have you seen the coming attractions for the new episode that's going to drop in is it oh, in next a year? year? <laughs> yeah. I have not yet. I've seen a little bit mm-hmm. of it, only a couple scene, you know, a couple little seconds. Uh so right. I really need to to get over there and look at it. Is there one coming out for New Year's Day like there is every other year? No, this year all we're getting is 2023. Aw. So so we're getting a, a trailer for 2023's Meh, uh, episode. That's sad. That's sad. Yeah, but all David right. Tennant's back, so. Yes, but it's only temporary. Sad. Yeah, well. Only I mean, one but season. S- yeah. But still. Yes. David Tennant's still, back. It's, it's David Tennant. Uh, he's now, my, I hope they, he's I, my second hope favorite bring, doctor. Yeah, I hope they bring back. Uh, John Berriman. John Berriman. That's the guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I heard there was talk about uh, revamping uh, Torchwood. Torchwood. Uh, yeah. There's possibility. Uh, I know Ooh. that uh, John Berriman has said he is always up for playing uh, Captain Harkness. Captain um, Harkness. Yep. Yeah, because Captain Jack. Yes, because that's you know that's his role. Yes, it's right. so very much him. It is so very much him. And welcome to uh, Rain and barely talk about Doctor Who. So let's uh, <laughs> move on to the past today. So last week, you and I talked about bourbon. Yes. And you and I are both whiskey aficionados. Well, uh, I'm a fact, whiskey I'm, drinker. I don't know how aficionado I am about it. Oh, if, right. it's, well, if it's got whiskey like, in it, I'll drink it. I've got a new shirt on that says, may contain whiskey, uh, which is supposed to be me. So it's a good thing we're separated by a screen, because I might twist your head off and drink you. That's true. That's true. But uh, bourbon, you said, had to be made in Kentucky. That is false. Oh, no. I was wrong. I, I researched it out. Now, it can only be ca- labeled Kentucky bourbon or Kentucky straight whiskey, which is another name for Kentucky bourbon. Right. If it's produced in Kentucky. You can't call it Kentucky bourbon or Kentucky whiskey if it's made outside of Kentucky. Mm. However, you can make straight whiskey or bourbon whiskey anywhere and label it as such. Ah, uh, so, okay. The... The reason that this is "quote unquote" common knowledge that it has to be Kentucky is because a bartender in New York said it once, and it became into the common vernacular. Mm, and kind of like w- uh, you know Taven <laughs> saying "moo bark fluff" once, and it just becomes a thing. Right, right. It's kind of like champagne or Bordeaux. You can make those things elsewhere. Uh, however, champagne and Bordeaux does have a law or a rule from the wineries vintners association that says you can't call it champagne or bordeaux unless it comes from that yeah it has to be sparkling wine if it's not from champagne yes yes which is essentially the same thing but it's still really good i'm i'm not a snob when it comes to to alcohol Uh, and then uh, we talked about the the show yellowstone and the four sixes ranch and i thought it was a fictitious ranch and you had thought the same thing because you said you had never heard of it however it is, in fact, a real working ranch oh. in Guthrie, Texas, and oh, it was okay. founded in 1870 and has been a working horse and cattle ranch ever since. They raise prize quarter horses and Angus cattle. Now, they're- Interesting mix. Starting bid, well, they raise quarter horses for uh, rodeos and for ranching. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. Now, if, now, a four sixes quarter ho- horse will set you back- Starting 
at two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a horse. Yes, uh, mm-hmm. quarter horses are <laughs> very expensive. My my mm-hmm. aunt used to race quarter horses. She well, she owned racing quarter horses. She didn't race them because she's not mm-hmm. a jockey. Um, right. But she had one named Truly, who was probably one of the seriously goofiest and funniest horses I have ever met. He had a a wicked sense of humor. <laughs> Uh, I okay. used to go, I used to go over and muck out the stalls for for my uh, you know for money when I was mm-hmm. a kid because you know I lived out in the middle of nowhere and there weren't many employment opportunities for a young raccoon uh, yeah. in the Mojave Desert and uh, so yeah I would I would go over and muck out the stalls to to get a little bit of, bit of pocket change you know mm-hmm. and truly mm-hmm. would always wait until I was about done. And he would either do one of two tricks. He would either wait till I shoveled the very last shovel of manure into the wheelbarrow, and then he would tip it over. Uh, (laughs) Or he would wait till I was trying to get out with the very last wheelbarrow of manure and bust through the gate and go go over to my mom and dad's place to see my mom's horses (laughs) because he loved my mom's horse arabesque. So, aha. Hey, this horse, uh, I mean, I I loved him (laughs) because he was, you know, he was just a beautiful horse, but he was also just kind of a jerk sometimes. A jerk horse. That was a jerk horse. Like I said, he had a very good sense of humor. He, he, his comic timing was precise. (laughs) Well, that's cool. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Horses are, are insanely cool animals. Yeah. I did a brief stint of owning horses when I was uh, a former marriage of mine. Mm-hmm. The uh, my horse people, on decided, the other hand, not not great people usually. Uh, I <laughs> it's, well, it's because you got to get up at three in the morning every day. Um, and no, I, work I don't mean the one. I don't person. mean the people that work with horses that actually do that. But I mean the horse aficionados, the ones that get horses just oh, to yeah. get horses. They are the most crazy, insane people I've ever met in my life. They they yeah, are always well, nut jobs. Well, well, hence my spouse that I'm no longer married to. Is that a nut would job. probably but, be why? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we bought a, a plot of land. We put a house on it. We had it had a barn and a stable mm-hmm. and a and a, a corral and all sorts of stuff. And we bought, I think we bought six quarter horses when we were everything was all yep. said and done. And and then. Um, I was the one that had to get up at 3 a.m. every morning and take care of the stalls. Yes. Uh, I and mean, then go it, to work. Yeah. The, I was like, what the hell? I have no <laughs> problems with cowboys and working ranch people that have horses and, you know, racehorse people. It's the people that buy horses for pets. They're not a good pet. They're they're an animal that needs to work. They need to get out and stretch their legs. You can't mm-hmm. just keep them confined in a little pen and go out and pet them every now and then. They 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 need more than that. They're mm-hmm. they're a commitment. And oh, definitely, they're a commitment. Yeah. Like children are a commitment because a good horse is going to live probably thirty years if uh, you take care of it right. Right, and the, the and you know the thing about the thing about horses, if you get tired of them, you can sell them. You can't do that with children. True. Well, True. You, you can. You can, but you, you can't go to jail. <laughs> But law enforcement frowns upon it. It's it's frowned upon, yes. yes. <laughs> so, you can't just list them like, on Craigslist. No, no. 
I'm tired of my child. Come buy it away from me. Um, <laughs> we are not condoning the selling of children on our podcast, no, folks. Never. At first, never. Uh, never spouses never, never. are an entirely different matter. Well, that's free will. I mean, you yeah, know, once you're well, over 21, if you want to sell yourself to somebody, go for it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, Tabin has talked about words. And so I thought I would throw a word out there today. Words. 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 Not words, but words. Um, so you've probably heard the term melting pot from time to time. Yes. In, America in is supposedly a to, melting pot. Correct. Do you know where that term came from? I do not. Well, I do because I'm reading it here on the screen, but I want you to tell everybody. It came from 1908. A playwright named Israel Zangwill released a production called The Melting Pot. And he said, America is God's crucible, the great melting pot, where all the races of Europe are melting and reforming. Here you stand, good folk, think I, when I see them at Ellis Island. Here you stay. Oh, by the way, Ellis Island was miserable. Um, not that I've been there, but I've heard stories. Uh, I've uh, been there. It, it. I've seen the what it would look like crowded with throngs of people, and it would be miserable. horrifying. Yes. Uh, it's not mm-hmm. that it, the building that immigrants were just kind of sh- ushered into is not big enough for the amount of people that were in the the historic Mm-mm. photos. True. True. Uh, here you stand in your 50 groups while your 50 languages and histories and your 50 blood hatreds and rivalries. That's kind of a strange thing to say, but you mm. won't be long like that, brothers, for these are the fires of God you've come to. These are the fires of God. A fig for your feuds and vendettas. A fig for your feuds and vendettas. Okay. Mm. Germans and Frenchmen, Irishmen and Englishmen, Jews and Russians, into the crucible with you all. God is making the Americans. So the play was a success, and the melting pot metaphor that the various races and cultures are populated in the United States were melted down into a single national culture and identity became a permanent part of the lexicon. Now, in today's society, it's not so much a melting pot as no. a salad bowl. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, yeah. Everything's kind of a little more separated these days because people don't want right. to... So for the melting pot to function, immigrants have to give up their old cultures in favor of the American way. That is, each immigrant becomes just another ingredient in what some people call the American stew. But there's plenty of evidence to show that many immigrants are hanging on to their cultural identity, as you said, Mm -hmm. while still mixing with the larger culture. To some, this is reminiscent of the way that salad ingredients remain identifiable when mixed together. Therefore, they say, America isn't so much a melting pot as it is a salad bowl, an increasingly popular metaphor that first entered the language around 1975. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I would kind of agree that it's not a melting pot by his definition. And, I, no. you know, I kind of think it probably is good that some of the traditions from our immigrants hold on. I think some mm-hmm. of those traditions really make uh, America a much better place. Yes. Uh, you know, like it's it's near the you know holiday times, and one of my favorite foods and traditions is tamales. And ah. if we got rid of all those traditions, there would be no tamales at uh, Christmas, New Year's time. So that's true. 
I don't know That's how true. I could live. That would that would just be horrible. <laughs> You'd have no tamales. Tamales are no life. Tamales. They're 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 so delicious. They are. I do like tamales. I yes. order them all the time when I go to Mexican restaurants. Yes, they're fantastic. Yes. Mm-hmm. So much work, but so good. Well, see, if I order them from a store, I don't have to pay. I don't have to do the work. I grew up learning how to make them because my sister's godparents. Uh, ah, okay. We're from mm-hmm. Corpus Christi, um, ah. and you know, through way of Jalisco and all that stuff. So uh, they, Christmas time, we are well. Just before Thanksgiving, we would always all get together and, you know, the kids and and the women, because, mm-hmm. you know, I guess tamales is, making tamales is not man's work. The um, women folk. Women yeah. and children folks. But uh, <laughs> we would all get together and and uh, each do our part to make the tamales. And ah, I've made nice. many, many tamales as a child. Yeah, my husband makes good tamales. And, and I, I am the sous chef in the kitchen. I clean up behind him and mm. put things away and, and yes, that's know, take horrible is that for so, me. When we first started going to get out together, he brought some tamales to me and I was like, where did you get these? And he said, from a gal walking down the street. And I was like, really? That's dangerous. He's like, no, no, no. We buy them from here all the time. I'm like, okay. So yeah, apparently <laughs> in his neighborhood, the street. <laughs> yeah, apparently in his neighborhood, there was this gal that would make, Oh yeah, hundreds of tamales every day, and just walk down the street. That had she had them in a, a Coleman cooler, yeah. and you could buy, you know, as many. When as I lived you in San Antonio. So. That was not uncommon. Like I said, right around yeah. uh, the end of November through Christmas and New Year's, uh, there are always people that were bringing tamales and selling oh, yeah. them out of out of coolers or out of the back of their truck, yeah. and and uh, oh, it's so good. Yeah, this was this gal did this every day, every oh yeah day. Well, so I don't know. In San Antonio, it's kind of hard to do that every day because there, there's a a uh, chain there called uh, Delicious Tamales, and okay. they have got the market cornered in fast and affordable tamales. So, fast affordable tamales. Yeah, usually people only get the the homemade ones for for Christmas and New Year's because it's ah, a big tradition. Well, big tradition. All right. Okay, well, uh, thank you for the melting pot salad story, and let's get to That's Just Stupid or News of the Odd. Eh, one or the other. Are you stupid or something? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Maybe one both. Maybe not. So in New Mexico, recently it's been very, very cold, and yes, some bats, like 1,600 bats... Oh. Froze, went into hypothermia, and and lost their grip on their little upside down hanging oh. thing Poor under things. bridges. Yeah, and uh, they plummeted to the ground. Now they they sixteen hundred were rescued and warmed in volunteers' attics and garages <laughs> until they were to be set freed after the cold snap. So they put out a call. The 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 animal control put out a call and says, "Would you like to babysit some bats <laughs> until they warm oh, up?" I would have totally done that. I love bats. <laughs> Bats are so cute. Yeah, and they were. Uh, if you if you've never been to you know those who live in the Pacific Northwest, if you have never been to the bat display at the Portland Zoo, it is fantastic. They have so many, so many cute bats. They are just yep. adorable. Bats are go, very go during cute. feeding time. During feeding time, yes. they're they're eating their little pieces of banana, and it's just mm-hmm. it's adorable. Yeah, and and bats. 
while they look mean and nasty and have been vilified by the media and Hollywood, they're actually very gentle, very fun, very nice little creatures. Yes. Sweet little creatures. The only thing you have to worry about is rabies, but it's so very rare for bats to actually have rabies. Actually have rabies. Yes. You you stand a better chance of getting rabies from a dog bite than you do from a bat bite. True. That's why I don't let Taven bite me. (laughs) Yes. Or a rabbit. A rabbit has carries rabies more often yeah. than bats do. So that's yeah. why so it's a killer rabbit. Mm. Kill the Look rabbit. Kill the rabbit. It's, it's got it's got big fangs. <laughs> that's what's one nasty rodent, I'll tell you what. It's like I know it dropping in right now, right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's no ordinary rabbit. That's the most foul, cruel, and bad tempered rodent you ever set eyes on. So there, a California woman received 100 portable heaters that she never ordered. Oh, the uh, bats could have used those. They could. They could. She could have. Yes, to, went to New Mexico and heated up the little bats. Yeah. Uh, California woman. She's a little heated up and is trying to get <laughs> to the bottom of the unusual mystery after being inundated with 100 packages, each containing a portable heater. On some days, she said, "I would come home from work and there would be seven to ten packages on the porch." My oh, cow. So, and they're not. They're not, they're not bulk shipped. Each box had one heater in it, well, and, she's and they're been not getting them. cheap either. I mean, even no. the cheapest one I think you can find on Amazon is probably still at least thirty bucks. Right, and she's like, she doesn't, she didn't order them. She's complained to Amazon. They're trying to figure it out, and they suspect it might be somebody doing what they've done in the past, where they, I forget the term they call it. Um, smirching or something like that where they send a whole bunch of things out oh like when you order like a hundred pizzas for for somebody you dislike well yeah but a lot of companies will actually send out random things and and then say that they had verified reviews because people received the items ah but they're not verified reviews because they didn't review them but whatever and these are space heaters not guns which is a uh. slang for a heater, you know. Yeah, if you live in the 20s. That's true. That's right. That's, well, yeah, if you live in the, the 20s. The 1920s. Century, the 1920s, the 1920s, not the 2020s. A, that's right. I was going to say, because we're in the 20s now. We are in the 20s. I guess we'll bring it back. From bring now it back. on, I'll bring call pew-pews heater. heaters. Pew-pew. 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 <laughs> And I, I see that you have something here for the just, just stupid or news of the odd. I do. This cracked mm-hmm. me up. I was I was perusing today, and the God Pod podcast, uh, the the guy that plays God on Twitter and Facebook and Mastodon, uh, mm-hmm. well, actually, no longer on Twitter because he left. Uh, Good. Posted some um, a, some really funny news. So Melon Husk, uh, or mm-hmm. Elon Musk. I prefer Melon Husk. I think it's... Melon Husk. Yeah, I love it. I think it's funnier. <laughs> uh, okay. Decided to compare himself to Batman. So he posted oh, a picture... Oh, no. Yes. He posted a picture of Batman on top of a building looking out over Gotham with the caption, Some Nights. And <laughs> Matson Tomlin, who is currently writing the Batman sequel starring Robert Pattinson and is listed as an uncredited writer for the original, had just one single word for him. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> It seems that the Batman wannabe doesn't even match up to the flawed and neurotic version of the Cape Crusader to grace the big screen lately. Uh, other comments to his posting, while not as succinct, were still pretty darn funny. 
One commenter tweeted, Batman slash Bruce Wayne would never have paid $44 billion for a website and failed so spectacularly at running it. <laughs> so, that's, yeah, that's, that's very true, yes. <laughs> that's my just stupid news of, of Melon Husk. Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Melon Husk. Yes. I like Melon Husk. I'm going to start calling him that. I wonder if he would enjoy that, uh, knowing that he's be, be called Melon Husk. He uh, probably already I, knows. I, I, I really seriously think that he's got a problem with, with being a, a, a sadist. Because mm. since he bought Twitter, yeah, he has been completely smacked down at every, every stupid thing he says. <laughs> People are like, no, no, no. No, you're an idiot, no. you know, uh, and and also, you know, Batman would never let Nazis back on Twitter if he ran the site. That's true. He wouldn't. Yeah. So, yeah, eh, I just I, yeah. I I think the man must must really like being put down. I, I think he's got a thing for it. Well, there there's a kink for that, you know, there there is. And I'm you know, not king shaming, but uh, you don't know, maybe shaming. don't do that in public. Yeah. You don't have to spend $44 billion for it. I mean, there there are dominatrixes out there who will True. charge you far less. Far less. But since yes. they know you have $44 billion, they'll charge you that well, Except well. he doesn't have $44 billion anymore because he spent it on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and now he's also not the richest man in the world. Well, aw. 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 Yeah. Who is the richest man in the world now? Oh, it's... Uh... I forgot. Hopefully, what his it's name not is. the Cheeto. No, it is not. He's not even good. close to richest. Uh, because, oh, good. Yeah, after the after we've looked at his uh, financials from uh, his tax returns, yeah, the man doesn't really have <laughs> much wealth. No, no. Or the Cheeto does not have much wealth. The Cheeto. It's kind of hard to yes. call him a man. <laughs> True. Well, we'll put that on. Uh, we'll put that on next week's. Uh, I'll research out who is the most richest man in the yes, world. It's a. He's not a great person either, but he's not nearly as bad as Melon Husk. Most most billionaires aren't great people. No, well, if you're a billionaire, most. you you have to pretty much almost always be a jerk, because yes. if you weren't a jerk, you would give some of that money away. Billions right? of dollars could help lots and lots of people. As they keep, as well, they should, yes. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's uh, jump into our media. Yeah. That was me falling down the media hole. So the day after Christmas, I binged a, a show called Guy's Grocery Games, and it was the <sighs> summer battle. It was 10 episodes. I, I love that show. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a good show. I, I turned it on, and I just kind of zoned out, and the next thing I know... Because they're like 20 minutes long, and there were 10 episodes. And, you know, so 200 minutes had gone by. And I was like, oh, <laughs> wow, it's dark out. How about that? Look at that. Um, and then uh, I watched the first episode of Tulsa King, starring Sylvester Stallone. Uh-huh. He plays a washed-up mafioso that gets out of prison and is assigned to take over or establish operations in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Now, it's wow. interesting and funny because, of course, there's no crime in tulsa oklahoma very few crime very yeah. and of course no yeah no mafioso so the first thing he does is he <laughs> takes over a pot shop since it's legal <laughs> and he and he 
he asked them all sorts of questions and uh they it's, it's funny just watching this mafioso interact with stoners that own a pot shop he's like yeah and it's you know, a legal pot shop at that right he's like so uh how much how much money do you have in your safe there he's like i don't have a safe he's like <laughs> i know you have a safe because it's cash deal how much cash do you do a day a lot well how much is in your safe probably about 200 million it's like great open the safe so he says i take five percent now and uh <laughs> so he just reaches in and he just takes like this whole stack of hundreds they should have just done dave's not here man right he yeah would have gotten was... he would have gotten so frustrated he had just left the pot shop yeah no no he he tried they tried that it's like oh the owner's not here <laughs> he's like no that's not true <laughs> so he's not here uh, man no man i'm yeah. dave yeah he's yep. not here man <laughs> yep so it's it's a pretty good show i'll put, continue watching it um and then on christmas day i watched two christmas movies i watched merry friggin christmas okay which is on amazon prime hulu roku apple tv it stars the late robin williams Oh, I don't think I've the, seen that one. It was the second to last movie he ever worked on before his death. Oh. So he, um, it, it's pretty good. It's, it's about him and his son. And of course he's a crotchety old man and his son doesn't want to spend Christmas with his old man. That old trope. Yeah. Know? And of yeah. course they, they bond over everything and become best standard, friends. Ha- standard Hallmark Christmas feelings insert sort of kind of yeah 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 except it's got robin williams in it so it's not hallmark in any no, it's much better <laughs> yes much much better um and then i watched a christmas story christmas which is Ooh, on hbo max have not seen yet i kind of was wondering how good it would be it's actually pretty good i thought it was a sequel to a christmas story but in actuality and no spoiler alerts because this is it's in the synopsis of the movie, it's actually the origin story for the movie, a Christmas story. So it's how he came to write. Yeah. It's how they, how he came to write the story of a Christmas story. Nice. It was very interesting how that all twitched, twitched together. And then I watched a glass onion, (gasps) a knives out movie. And that's been being promoted on Netflix stars, Daniel Craig, Who's hot as fuck for an old guy? I gotta say, and it. you know his um, character is gay. Uh, I picked up on that, although yes. it's not—it's it's not, not explicitly open. said in the movies, uh, in either no, uh, but, *Knives Out* or or this one. Uh, but they did. Uh, Daniel Craig did an interview and said, "Yeah, uh, he's totally one hundred percent gay." Well, yes, and in fact, they they didn't say it, but they revealed his his uh, husband in the movie. Yes. So, which is played by Hugh Grant, by the way. Um, <laughs> There's an interesting pairing. I'd love to see their babies. <laughs> right? You know, and Daniel Craig stars as a detective. And think along the lines of, like, Hercule Poirot, or Poirot in movies like Murder on the Orient Express, mm-hmm. crossed with a little bit of Inspector Clouseau from the Pink Panther movies. That's kind of yeah. way I view that character. Yeah. Um, with a, a um, Clouseau with a southern accent. Yeah. Uh, it also stars Andrew Norton, Kate Hudson, and Dave Bautista. You may know ba- Dave Bautista as Dax on Guardians of the Galaxy. And I did read that Andrew Norton's character is um, a poking fun at Mullen Husk. 
Oh, oh, definitely. Definitely yes. poking fun at Mellonhusk. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I do like the way that the Knives Out movies are compiled and how the story is told. Yes, Ben Shapiro go... didn't. Ben Shapiro doesn't understand how murder mystery Agatha Christie-esque movies work. He really he, he didn't like it because they because the first half of the movie misleads you. Yes. Yes. Well, but you know, he's an incel That's... with with absolutely no brain cells. Uh, right. So <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people well, yeah. roasted him for not knowing how mystery movies work. Right. Or mystery it's, stories it's a very, work, you know. It's 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 a standard plot they, type movie. Arthur the, Conan the, Doyle the set this formula right long, long, long ago, ago when he yes. created Sherlock Holmes. Uh it's you've got to misdirect sure. it first so that you get yep. people feeling comfortable with the story and then you yeah, swing that that uh you know that story well, yeah, around I mean, for the plot twist. I mean that Agatha, Agatha, what you said, Agatha Christie, Christie yes, uh, yes. Um, uh, Murder She Wrote, all mm-hmm. those types of shows and movies, yeah, are are all that. that it's formula. a formula, and so, it works because it right. makes, it, it makes you like it pulls you off guard, and then you're you're waiting for the plot yeah. twist so that you can like ah I knew it or yep. oh I didn't see oh, that coming I did not see that yeah. coming at all no and there's a lot of twists in this one so it's a really good movie I, 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 I have to say yet to watch it but I really want to go watch it because I loved the first movie yeah I did too so and then I watched I binged a show this is the adult content if you don't <gasps> like swear words at this point turn your video and audio off and Beep. advance for five minutes okay <laughs> so I binged a show on Netflix last night called the history of swear words. And it's hosted by Nicolas Cage. And each episode is about about 20 minutes long. And it focuses and each episode focuses on one swear word. So I watched the first five episodes and they focused on the words fuck, shit, bitch, dick, and pussy. Now it's very entertaining mm-hmm. to listen to this show. Uh, they have experts of lexicology and uh, dictionary writers and things like that, as well as comedians dictionary. talking about the words. Yes. This a does remind me of George Carlin's bit a little bit. A little you bit. Know, the, the a eight, little bit. The eight yeah. words you can't say on television. If you get a chance, take a listen to that. It's really kind of fun to watch and listen to. That and looks that fun. is everything that I've been listening to, watching, and doing in between all the other crap that I do during my day. How about you? Uh, yes. So, I during my lunchies, shout out to Tabin. Uh, mm-hmm. I've continued reading the Arcane Hearts series by Nazri Noor. Just started book five today, and gosh, I've got to say, this guy knows how to write spicy gay romance and mix it with some action, adventure, magic, mystery. Uh, such a great series. And I I decided I wanted to look him up and see what he looks like, and he is very cute. Nazri is, uh, he's part Filipino, uh, just, he's he's very cute, and, and uh, like, just knows how to write a good gay, you know, spicy novel slash romantic. Uh, it's, you know, he, he throws in equal parts of really cute romance with characters mm-hmm. that you really want to love and want to be together uh, with some, some of the spiciest horizontal mambo scenes uh, I have ever <laughs> read in books. So good. So very very well described. Yeah, okay. it's hard reading those at work, and I do mean uh-huh. hard reading it at work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to make sure that after I get through those those sections that I 
I wait before I stand up from from the table. Good call. Good call. Yes. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. Then I've also been not really watching much in the way of scripted shows this week. Mm-hmm. I kind of just been watching some of my favorite channels on YouTube, you know, like Adam Savage and uh, one of my other favorite channels, uh, the Action Adventure Twins. These are these couple of hot twins from I think they're from Georgia. Really? They're they're like nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, something like that, and mm-hmm. identical twins. They're just gorgeous. They're cute. Uh, dumb as a box of rocks, but they are they are uh, very cute and and they show some beautiful caves in the in the you know Georgia uh, um, area, uh, and there's uh-huh. a lot of caves in the Georgia area. So uh, in the Appalachian Mountains, yes, there are tons and tons of limestone caves, and some of these caves that they that they show, you know, you'd never know they were there, if, uh, and mm-hmm. you know how beautiful they are if these if these kids didn't go you know traipsing around in them and stuff so well you know what they uh, say every time you tour a cave they say it was found by two boys playing ball and in this case a lot of times i think it was and well they're not playing mm-hmm. ball but they're they're mm-hmm. they're actually hunting out these really cool caves i mean they've got one this week that where they visit a cave that has a 480 foot waterfall inside it good lord okay yes yeah wow very cool um and also I'm watching a bunch of 3D printing channels because uh, you know I have a 3D printer <laughs> and I like I like uh watching what people are doing with them. Mm-hmm. Um and then listening wise uh podcast wise I've been listening to a true true crime slash spoopy podcast called Morbid. Uh spoopy spoopy yeah spoopy like what is scary spoopy? scary oh spoopy oh spooky. Okay. Spoopy. No, Spoopy. You're a furry. Spoopy. It's Spoopy. Oh, okay. That's gotcha. furry speak. Spoopy is, is I... furry speak for spooky. Uh, um, okay. So, yeah, it's a Spoopy podcast called Morbid, and they also do true crimes and stuff. And um, it's really fun. Uh, the two women that run it are an aunt and uh, and her niece. Uh, but they're more like sisters in, in the way they talk to each other. They're almost indistinguishable when you're when you first start listening to them. It, it's hard to tell which mm-hmm. one's talking because they're oh, both Boston okay. girls. They both have uh, the same Boston accent. And okay, uh, Ash, their names are uh, Ash and Elena. Elena is the older one, the aunt, and she has just written a book called um, Ke- uh, Oh. <laughs> I just blanked on it, and I know this one. It's called a. It's a book. It's a we book. It's uh. Yes. It's Butcher and the Wren is the name of the book. Butcher and the Wren. Okay. Yes, it's uh very uh very good. I believe it's set in New Orleans. Um, no, and it's next on my list to read after I finish reading the hot stories with um. Nasri Noor's. God, I wish I had time to read. I really wish I had time to read. If it wasn't for lunch, I wouldn't. Uh, I I'm very antisocial at lunch and tell people to leave me the hell alone. I'm reading. Yeah, that's the only way See, I can I just, get any reading in. I just work through lunch. Yeah, well, they won't let me. It's state law stuff, you know. That I got. They get well, mad I'm you technically not supposed to work through lunch either. Yeah. But my time card reflects that I work through that I don't. That you that didn't. I take lunch. Yes, yes, yes. Hope your boss doesn't listen to this. Um, I'm and then, sure my boss does not <laughs> listen to this podcast. And I can say with also, 100% certainty that he does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay. 
And then okay. I've also been listening to this furry podcast with a bear and a dog on it. So that's that's pretty much all. Oh, is it any good? It's it's not bad. Uh, they not have bad. some good guest hosts every now and then. Okay. Uh, yeah, they 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 do some <laughs> fun right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, not bad. Good. That's good. Well, speaking of fun stuff, would you like to play a little of this or that? I would love to. All right. So we have this book called uh, 3001 This or That Questions because somebody sat down and wrote 3001 This or That's. God, I wish I had that kind of time. Right. Okay. Would you. Okay. Would you rather we're at, we're up to one hundred and sixty? This is number one hundred and sixty oh, of three thousand. So far to go, so far to go. Yeah. Um, would you rather be a character you hate in a book you love, or a character you love in a book you hate? I would rather be a character I hate in a book I love because usually, in most books I've ever read that I loved. The, mm-hmm. the characters that you grow, that you start out hating end up being some of the best characters in the book. End up being some of the most uh, heroic and, and, and most uh, self-sacrificing characters in the book, usually. Fair enough. Fair enough. Good, good. Okay. This is a strange one. Would you rather be a plant or a rock? Ooh. I would rather be a rock because rocks don't die. And if... I was a plant in my own house. I would probably kill myself, but not like, <laughs> not like self harm. No, 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 not like but that. But, but yeah, I can't keep a plant alive to save my life. All right. Well, so I'd rather be a rock, especially if you know if somebody like me was taking yes. care of me. A pet, pet rock. rocks never die. Pet rocks never die. Would you rather only ever use a spoon or a fork? Ooh. Um, you know what? Spoon. Spoon is more versatile than fork. Spoon. Yes, you can eat soup with it. Yeah, you can eat soup with a fork. You, uh, can't. you can eat rice with with uh, with the spoon, which is actually the mm-hmm. correct way to do it. Don't let mm-hmm. anybody tell you different. Uh, rice is to be eaten with a spoon, not a fork. I was going to say, well, or chopsticks, or chopsticks. But uh, even the yeah. Chinese usually use a spoon to eat spoon. rice. <laughs> Top six, if, if you have nothing else, but a spoon is the actual preferred eating implement. I learned that All from right. Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger. Yes. All right. Which, who's Uncle Roger? Your Uncle Roger? No, no. Uncle Roger, he is a character created by Nigel Ng, uh, who is a Malaysian comic. And oh. he wears a yellow polo shirt and pretends he's the, the typical uh, old Asian uncle. And uh, yes, okay. he's he's very funny. He does uh, reviews about how white people fuck up uh, <laughs> Chinese cooking or, or Oriental cooking, Asian okay. cooking, yeah. not Oriental. Yeah. Orientals are rugs. Asian cooking. Yes, Orientals are rugs. Mm-hmm. Would you rather? Would you rather be a bird that can't fly or a dog that can't walk? Whoa, these are hard ones. Um. A dog that can't walk is just really sad. I would rather be a bird that can't fly because, you know, I have had parakeets and Mm -hmm. my, you know, my sensei had a really, a really cute parrot named Paco who had his own cat that he used to ride on uh, Ah, around the house. And and it was Paco's cat. And that was the name of the cat because Paco named him. Um, Oh, okay. And Paco would, would call here, kitty, kitty, kitty. And the cat would come running (laughs) 
Paco would hop on his back and ride around the house. Nice. So, because Paco, you know, had his wings clipped because you, you don't want right. to having, you know, flight in your house. Yes. It's usually no. not great for for having things not getting knocked over. So, right. It also uh, hurts the bird if he flies yeah. into things. Yeah. So, yes. so Paco had his own cat. I would rather be a, a a bird that couldn't fly with my own cat. With your own cat. All right. Yes. Speaking of cats, would you? prefer to clean yourself like a cat every day or eat like a baby bird every day i would prefer to clean myself like a cat every day because have you seen how flexible they are yes yes i have yes it reminds me of that old uh, that old thing they used to tell you you know if you're gonna crash in the airplane put your head between your legs if i could do that i wouldn't be on the airplane <laughs> that's right exactly <laughs> i'd never leave the, i'd never leave my room last one would you rather be able to teleport or move things with your mind? Ooh, now this one is tough because I would like to have mm-hmm. both of those abilities, but hmm. I have to say probably teleportation would be the the winner because you could, you know, like teleport into vaults and get money and stuff and then yeah. back out. And, yeah. Who cares if you can move shit with your mind if you can if you can have all the money? Well, but if you could move shit with your mind, you could you move the money out. Yeah, but the the guards would see it moving out and they'd stop Bo- it. floating along. And they'd stand, yeah. they'd stand in the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah if sure. you can just teleport well, they, and take it and go, they can't stop you. So I was watching a show the other day, and I don't know what it was. It was one of the shows I was watching, and somebody talked about teleportation, basically being if if it was real, it's essentially killing you and then reassembling you and resurrecting you. That is the ten. So, when I worked at new at, at this company in Texas called uh, so that rhymes with new with Snoo Tech, um, okay, called New Tech. Okay, yes. uh, I don't really care if they know uh, that I'm a furry because everybody at work knows I'm a furry anyways. So, uh, yeah. and I don't live in Texas anymore, so the chances that so there anybody go. there will yeah. know just next to nothing. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so when I worked there. Uh, we had such nerdy engineers that one day I came around the corner and there was this argument going on. Very loud. <laughs> very heated. Very, very uh, passionate argument between uh-huh. two of our engineers discussing the way that the the teleportation or transporter, transporters would actually work on Star Trek. Okay. I've never seen two nerds nearly come to blows as as <laughs> like over something as as I saw that day and knew that I was really? working at the right company for me at the time. Okay. Uh, yeah, they they had a they had a full-on heated argument, but so it depends on what kind of teleportation it is. If you're like popping between dimensions, you're not destroying mm-hmm. yourself. But if you're yeah, if you're if you're completely breaking yourself down molecularly and going off somewhere else that that could be like killing yourself mm-hmm. reassembling yourself maybe you're yeah. you're just the copy of the copy of the copy right so like that uh, movie prestige uh or the the one um what's it called moon moon yes there's a movie called moon and i'm trying to remember who's in it uh hmm but this guy has only got like a couple weeks left on his on his shift on the moon and okay. he's gonna get to go home, and he's ex- super excited, and uh, so they transport them back and forth from the moon. They transport them. 
Um, ah. It turns out that there is not really any transporter. What happens is just another clone gets woken up and you get killed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. It, it's it's pretty dark movie. It's it's pretty good though. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. It's kind of a okay. like an indie movie type thing. It's not huh. really high budget, I'll, I'll... but the but it's good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, let's get to our section on furries in the news. Do you want me to do the the thing? Well, if you want to, go ahead. Okay. If you don't, that's okay. Um... News. Bark. Bark. Oh, yeah. I forgot the bark. Gosh, <laughs> the dang bark. it. It's like... All right. So Euroference 27 has to change its dates and locations. Now, due to unforeseen oh. circumstances, they need to change their venue and date in 2023. They fully understand that this means an inconvenience for those who have already made plans, and they apologize for that. It was a choice made with the confidence that will be the best for Euroference in the long run, and they can assure everyone that the choice was not made lightly. They will announce more details as soon as possible. They will open a new chapter for Euroference so they can continue to enjoy Euro Euroference. That's hard to say. Has to offer. And they look forward to writing it with you. The theme for Euroference 27 is black magic. And it has been scheduled for 2 through 6 August at Berlin's Estrel Hotel. It's venue since 2014, so that's where they're not going to have it. So that's when they—that's where they're moving from to someplace else. That will they announce soon. A Virginia Zoo is seeking your help, not just you, My, oh, but everybody in the oh, world. Okay, not just me. Okay, not just you. To name I was worried because I had, they hadn't—they hadn't even contacted me about it. I—I I know. It's just like they—they they, they relied on me to let you know. Um, okay. They're asking for help to name their new pygmy hippo that was born Aww. at the facility this month. Yes. Baby hippos the, are so cute. And the pygmy hippos are even more adorable. Well, that's because they're tiny. Yes. Yes. The, uh, the I, they're metro, tiny and deadly. They're very deadly. Hippos are very deadly. Oh, very, very. Yeah. Do you know that more people die from hippo attacks than than alligator and crocodile attacks? And, and shark, apparently, too. Well, they, they look so cute and adorable that's the problem and docile yes yes yeah, and they're not. they are not they're not they when they're not. babies they are but when yes. they're not babies when they're protecting their babies they are very mm -hmm. mean mm -hmm. yes don't get caught between a baby hippo and its mama no it's and, like uh, bears and baby bears and baby mamas you don't or yeah, baby don't mamas. do this no baby bears baby. and mama bears <laughs> and baby mama bears yes baby mama baby. bears yes baby mama bears that's my baby mama bear. <laughs> anyway, the uh, zoo is asking for people to give names uh, for uh, he was or the the female was born to parents Iris and Corwin. That's Aww. their parent. That's his parents' names. Um, cute names. And it's the only the second pygmy hippo ever born at the facility, and in Virginia. So there you go. It's gotta that be that is, poor hippo's gotta be freezing. In Virginia? Yeah. Well, right now, it's probably pretty cold there. Well, they've got it in a special enclosure. Oh, okay. So it's it's not, not out just in the throwing it exhibit. out in the snow? No, 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 okay. no. But, but if it does, I mean, as a baby, if it gets used to snow, then it'll be climatized. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, maybe. So. Yeah. Maybe, baby. Maybe, baby. Snow hippos. That's Now that's what we got to worry hippos. about. No hippos. 
It's like no more, no more snow sharks. Watch out for those snow hippos. Yes, it's, it's the pygmy ones. They hide under. They're small enough to get underneath the the two feet of snow, right? And they <laughs> ah, jump up ah. and get you, get you, get you, get you, get you. All right. Well, let's hear from Chitaro now, who's going to give us a review on the movie We Bear Bears. Joining us today is Chitaro with a movie review. Chitaro, what are you reviewing for us today? I am reviewing the movie We Bear Bears the Movie. We Bear Bears the Movie. Yeah, there's a TV show that was called We Bear Bears, and it's about these three bears, and they uh, are living in San Francisco. And they made a movie uh, based off of their antics in the TV show. So that's what I'm reviewing today. Ah, Okay, well, let's hear all about the Wee Bear Bears, the movie. Yeah, um, well, just a little background. There are three bears. Um, There's a grizzly bear, a panda bear, and a polar bear. And their names, respectively, are Grizz, Pan Pan, and Ice Bear. The beginning of this movie starts with Grizz walking through the woods, and he runs into Pan Pan, the panda bear. And they're both um, looking for something new to do. But uh, what ends up happening is Pan Pan is walking on this train tracks and he ends up falling down onto the train tracks. And so Grizz is trying to help him, but his foot gets stuck. And so what ends up happening is Ice Bear hears the cries of of the other two and he comes running down and and rescues them and and rescues him while the train is chasing them and it turns out that this is all a dream of Grizz Grizz's dream he 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 wakes up and uh, and the funny part is is that he realizes that that he's going to be late for something which what he's going to be late for is a grand opening of a food truck because of course okay. the bears love food of course right <laughs> of course yes <laughs> and so so they're they do some antics while they're getting to this food truck, you know, they, they like run into some people and do some strange things. So then they get to this food truck and they go, uh, oh, this is a wonderful food truck. They find out it's a Canadian food truck and they go, oh, the Canadians love bears and stuff like that. Well, while they're waiting for their food, um, a whole group of people ends up coming up to them and all these people start complaining about all the things that the bears had been doing. Like, for example, um, they uh, were destroying different events, destroying some food. They actually had destroyed a wedding cake. They even destroyed a beaver dam. And uh, and so... No. Absolutely, they destroyed a beaver dam. Shame on them, right? And, <laughs> Shame on them. And so the group ends up saying, we're tired of these bears. They have to go. Ends up happening is the police... Uh, a police guy comes and he has this big, gigantic folder, like, you know, several inches thick of all the problems the bears have done in the city, um, you know, and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden th- they say, oh, well, you know, we're sorry, you know, sorry, sorry. Um, and they decide, the three bears decide that they need to do something to build up their image. So they decide to make a viral video, okay? All right. So they build sets to use a lot of different ideas from different um, popular uh, YouTube videos, so to speak, right? And Grizz says, of course, you know, because Pan Pan's concerned, oh, this is going to be horrible. And Grizz says, oh, the internet is a positive place, 
full of only kind and supportive people. <laughs> okay. And so, so they end up do, starting to shoot this video, and it gets sent throughout all of San Francisco to all these different people, and they're watching it, and um, and and everybody was like. Oh boy, this is so awesome! The bears are popular, and they're they're growing popularity. And then all of a sudden, something happens. They end up destroying the whole entire power system, and so the whole entire city goes dark. So okay. now the city wants the bears to be held accountable, and so they decide <laughs> that they don't want any more bears, and so they get arrested. And they get sent away. Then what ends up happening is, as they're trying to get put onto this, in this police truck, the police are not very bright, unfortunately, in this, uh, in this series. Okay. And so <laughs> this, the animals right. of the forest, as well as this one character, which is, which is Bigfoot. His name is Charlie. Ends up rescuing the bears, and uh, and they end up. Um, uh, driving this police truck into the forest, they they were going. Oh no, we have to get out of the city. Where are we going to go? And then they remembered. Oh wait, Canada loves bears, so let's go to Canada. So they end up fixing this truck up, and and they start driving, and all of a sudden they end up having a a, a few strange antics, and the the vehicle gets destroyed, so to speak, and they go. Oh my God, what are we going to do? Well, they end up. At this interesting place that looks like music and stuff is going on, and what it was, it was the Internet Animal Fest, where all all these different animal characters that are in uh, videos, viral videos, are there dancing and having a good time. They, so the animals decide that they're going to help the bears, you know, and stuff like that, get to Canada. And so there's a few other antics that happen. They end up uh, getting, you know, because there's this guy who's kind of like the. I, I'm not sure if he's like the FBI or animal animal welfare or something like that um, that are trying to get these bears. You know, it's his like mission to do this. And so, so all the animals in this uh, animal fest end up helping the bears escape. And so they end up escaping. They have some more antics with with this guy uh, that's trying to capture them. Um, they finally get to Canada, but then they realize, oh, they don't have passports. But, <laughs> and, and so then what ends up happening is something I'm not going to say because it'll wreck the end of the movie. But I will say that it was really interesting. The end was kind of uh, traumatic and exciting. They even ended up having other bears of the forest help them escape, so to speak. And 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 basically, at the very end, they end up being welcomed back into San Francisco because that's basically where this all is taking place is in the the Bay Area of San Francisco. So, okay. So that is the Wee Bear Bears movie, and you know it's it's really fun. It's it's an exciting thing if you've ever watched the series, I or have not watched the series i recommend that too because it is an awesome thing i i in this movie was very excited it was kind of like there were parts that were were happy there were parts that were a little sad um but you know overall i think i give this movie four chirps because it kept my attention the whole entire movie and rooting for the bears to actually be successful in their adventures so to speak Four chirps for We Bear Bears. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on the show and giving us a review of We Bear Bears. Now, is it is it we as in tiny as in W E E? 
Or... No, it's we as in like us, us? we, and then right. it's, yeah, so it's we, W-E, and then it's bear, B-A-R-E, bears, B-E-A-R-S. Okay, so kind of like bearing a burden, something like that. So that's why we yeah, bear yeah. bears. Well, Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and of course, the, um, the bears are, they don't wear clothes. Right. That's, well, no, so, I mean, most animals don't wear clothes. Unless absolutely. You're, unless you're a foofy little dog owned by an old lady that dresses you up to take you outside. So yeah. <laughs> Very Cause, true. Because that true. happens a lot, too. So, All right, Chitaro, well, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for that great review on We Bear Bears, and uh, we look forward to your next review. Do you have it in mind as to what you're going to review? I've been trying to search for a couple of things, um, and okay. I, I'm, I'm doing a couple of little researches. I, I went down to California, and I think I found a movie that I'm going to do, but I don't remember the name of it, so I have to do some, some searching. Got to figure it out. All right. All right, my friend. Absolutely. Well, have a great afternoon, evening, day, morning, whatever it is when you are listening to this, and we will chat with you the next time. Absolutely. Have a great one, first. Well, coming up events or upcoming events. Coming up events, way, too. you can say it. Yeah. Coming up events. Uh, through the Talk end of January. We do. We, how good, how we do good. Yes. English yes. speak well, I do. Yes. The further confusion, of course, is January 12th to the 16th. Now, I'm not mentioning Anthony Northwest because y'all are there. And yes, we are. So, yeah. And this and this episode comes out after that. So there's no sense in saying it's an upcoming event but because it's a not. past event. Yeah. No, yeah, we're we're there anyway, so we'll tell yeah. everybody. So next week, next weekend is for the confusion, January twelfth through the sixteenth at the San Jose McHenry Convention Center in San Jose, California. And, and you'll be then there. I'll be there. Yes, as will Tabin. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Uh, Midwinter Frolic twenty twenty three is coming up on the weekend of the thirteenth through the fifteenth of January in Altura, Minnesota, at the Whitewater State Park. And if you would like to, the following weekend, go to Boston, Massachusetts, and go to Anthro, New England. That's January 20th through the 22nd at the Western Boston Seaport District. And uh, just so that you know, I was mentioning to uh, Ash Coyote today, asking them when they would like to be on our show. Uh-huh. And I gave them a, a date at the end of January, and they said that they were still uh, going, hopping from con to con to con. They're actually going to A and E. They're well, they're going to A and W. They're going to go to Further Confusion. They're oh. going to the Midwinter Frolic. And they're going well, to A and E. And and W is kind of local for Ash. So it yes. That's an easy but, one for them uh, to go to. Yep. But they're going to be at Further Confusion and then they're going to hop on a plane after one day at Further Confusion and go to Frolic <laughs> in Minnesota. Wow. So they are getting footage for their new movie, of course, the yes. fandom too. Yes. And then the following weekend, January 27th through the 29th, is Anthro Expo 2023 in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Now, oddly enough, Ash is not going to that one. So, Well, nobody wants to go to Oklahoma anyways. Well, the only thing good Oklahoma. there is Anthro Expo 2023. He'll enjoy Oklahoma's wide open spaces. He loves to run and run and run. You know, it's where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. You know why uh, Texas sucks, right?
Why does Texas suck? Because Oklahoma blows. rivalry between texas and oklahoma i lived in texas for 20 some odd years and i regret every almost every minute of it every every minute of it all right all right well in the words of tabin oh my cow we have got to the end we have got to the end of this episode finally Finally. uh we put this episode to bed well i mean it just seems like we just keep going on and on and on and on and on about weird stuff. But our people uh, like well, to yeah, listen we, to it. Our first we're like at almost an hour right now, but I nobody know. stops us. So nobody st- nobody calls in and says, "Hey, knock it off." No, um, no. Hey, we 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 <laughs> did the five minute first for fun thing, and and people quit calling in. So you know what? Right, it's yeah. it's only your fault. You, it's, you it's being all your fault. People. Yes. All you first. furs out there, you could have stopped us sooner, but nope. But no, you, you, you chose you to let us to keep in. going on and yeah. on and on. Uh, I honestly don't know what next week's episode is going to be because about an hour, probably about an hour. It might just be me. I don't know. But I did put a call out on the Telegram chat today for any perspective fur that might want to sit in the guest host chair next week to let me know. I'm going. To, I'm going to solicit some fur to sit in. Uh, that's not going to A and W, obviously. Right. Um, yeah, because I would and, uh, I would obviously do it if you asked, but uh, I'm going to be on the road probably. No, that's I'll be true. there. I'll actually be there. You'll be there because we're going. Yeah, I think there. Wednesday night. So, oh, are you? Okay, yeah, yeah. I believe so. That's good. Good. We stay until Monday. Right. Nice, nice, relaxing weekend. Long weekend. Oh, yeah, it, it, I don't know how relaxing it'll be. I mean, because because I got to help take care of Taven. Um, well, but it, it'll be fun. But it's always fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's it's very it's, rarely relaxing, but it's always fun. <laughs> it's always fun. That's true. Yes. Well, today we had a great time. We laughed. We cried. We ate lemon pie. No, we didn't. I just sound like I had to say that there. Um, it rhymes. Remember to check our S Hedgel and uh, anybody that knows what that is re- reference to. <laughs> um, uh, well, there's only people. There's only like five of us who know what it is because it's on uh, the staff chat. It's on the staff chat, but yes. yes. Uh, uh, for an example. Our, our good friend uh, and uh, fur Tabin was trying to write schedule and he put S head Hedgel. space Hedgel and uh, he forgot the C but left a space. I'm not sure whether his C is not working and just making spaces everywhere. But Aussies uh, are hard to type with. It's what that's true. Uh, it's so, so it's difficult. It's a S Hedgel. So you can buy our BFF team merch at Bonfire or Redbubble. You can support the show by donating or sharing with friends. And remember first, we love you. Go to Redbubble. We can't yeah, we can't wait to hug you with tight with pausies. So until next time, I say moo bark fluff and stay furry. Rain, take us out. Uh, moo bark fluff every fluff buff. Moo bark buff. fluff every moo bark fluff. Uh, I, I guess that uh, whiskey sour I had is kicked in, and <laughs> so it's probably time for us to go. But uh, I'm going to try and ramble for a little bit so that we get. Uh, oh, we're over an hour, so I don't have to ramble as much as I th- think <laughs> I have to ramble. <laughs> Um, but anyways, we love you all. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean a lot to all of us who work on this podcast. We couldn't do this without your listenership. So we're very happy to, to be able to entertain you and entertain ourselves with this little show. I think it's more about entertaining ourselves, ourselves uh, well, than probably. anybody else. Well, we do, <laughs> we do get over 
uh, you know, around 100 downloads a, a month at least, or a week at least. So A week at least. Yeah, we're good. Uh, so, yeah. Somebody's entertained by it, or they just have their podcast things set on auto-download, and they're not listening to any of them. But eh, as long as we get the hits. That's right. Um, anyways, go. we love you all. Uh, stay safe, stay furry, and we'll talk to you next time. Barely Fur Casting is an Injured Nerve Studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded and directed by Barely Normal, aka Mike Began, and is edited by Barely and our associate editor Rain Raccoon. Opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music, was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by Reg Day with Damian Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day you can search for Tweezerbeak on Bandcamp or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilbermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com, and the YouTube Free is Library. Social media presences is maintained by Ziggy the Mean Weasel. If you would like to send us a message you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at bfftchat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the barelyfurcasting.com webpage. You can help support the show through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyfurcasting or through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash barelyfurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week.